Today's the first day of early voting. Six sites in Orange County are open until 7.30 today. Those sites include the Seymour Senior Center, Chapel of the Cross on Franklin Street, the Chapel Hill Public Library, 108 Bim Street behind Carborough Town Hall, Orange Works at Hillsborough Commons, and the Eflin Cheeks Community Center. Polls are open 8 a.m. to 7.30. They'll be open tomorrow as well, and you can find more information on early voting by visiting our website, chapelboro.com. The last time we voted in Orange County, three new mayors were elected. It's not often that all three mayors are newcomers at the same time, but that's the case this fall. Jess Anderson in Chapel Hill, Barbara Fushi in Carborough, and Mark Bell in Hillsborough are no strangers to elected office. In a recent conversation with the trio, they discussed the differences they're experiencing for the first few months on the job and the learning curves each faces. 97.9 The Hills' Brighton McConnell has more. The irony is after you know, eight years of involvement in the community, then eight years as an elected official. I thought I knew what the job was going to entail, but boy, was I wrong. Hillsborough's Mark Bell sat with Carborough's Barbara Fushi and Chapel Hill's Jess Anderson for the Forum on the Hill series earlier this month. Bell said despite having experience as a mayor pro tem, he feels as if he's had to hit the ground running with many broader duties of his new role. It has been um, yeah, very busy regarding you know the usual stuff, which is signing documents and representing the town at functions and planning agendas for meetings, but thinking more strategically about the work of the town rather than just participating in the work of the town. Anderson said in the early days, she's relishing the opportunity to think broadly and continue laying the foundation of helping improve Chapel Hill residents' lives and well-being. The work is not just about work. It's about how does it move our community forward? How do we keep our vision front and center and the people front and center? And I think we do a really good job of that. So I, I really like the collaboration and the strategic thinking. It, it's a place that I that I like to be. Fushi shared similar sentiment, saying she's looking forward to using the role to continue helping other people and to address the community's needs. The Carborough mayor also echoed that busyness of learning the ropes and other transitions her town is experiencing, pointing to Carborough's recent hiring of a new town clerk and ongoing interviews for a new town manager. Despite the hard work in closed sessions and retreats, however, Fushi said she gets the sense this town council will strive to be efficient. She said her hope to be a unifier has already been rewarded with some early exits from meetings, because of quick cooperation on business and discussions. I believe it's the dawning of a new era, uh, changing in, in the culture, you know, of the council and how the council works, you know, and working more efficiently and not being in council chambers at 1130, 12 o'clock at night. Your brain turns Amen. off after a certain time. Changes like tighter meetings and schedules, however, also mean changes by each town's staff as they already work to achieve the municipality's various goals. Bell said so far, having a better view and grasp of the staff's work has been his favorite part of becoming mayor. He said he believes the excellence and expertise they bring to their positions to help Hillsborough function is inspiring. Getting to work with people who are really, really good at their jobs is, is really exciting and motivating and makes me want to work even harder to make Hillsboro the best place it can be for our residents. Anderson said that team of people and resources to help guide each town is critical. 
As much as the elected officials rely on each other, they rely on the staff even more, as highlighted by some of the adjustments made during the COVID-19 pandemic. Anderson said seeing everything a mayor had to take on during the last few uncertain years made the job seem daunting and affected her consideration to run. But as Anderson said she realized then and is learning more so now, the role does not rely on individuals' leadership and action. You don't do it alone. We have these amazing organizations set up. We have amazing collaborations, and we have the county that manages these really difficult and stressful and scary events, and we just don't have to take it on alone. Um, That is not what the job is at all, and it's about knowing and having the confidence that you have amazing staff and you have amazing partners. The three towns often cooperate on other projects beyond just emergency response. Each municipality is discussing issues like Chapel Hill's ongoing proposal to extend water and sewer services, the future of the Green Tract, and the Orange County Partnership to End Homelessness. To that end, the mayors are slated to meet with the chair of the county commissioners, James Etta Bedford, in the coming weeks, carrying on a traditional check-in every few months between the four leadership roles. Fushi said as everyone settles in and ramps up the work, she is looking forward to having those opportunities to touch base on projects and for it to feel less ceremonial than when the trio gets together in these earliest days of their tenure. You know, we're all just kind of getting started and, and getting our feet wet as new mayors in the community. So I, I do predict that we'll be communicating a lot more in the future. And I look forward to that. To hear the full Forum on the Hill panel with the new mayors of Orange County, visit chapelboro.com. For 97.9 The Hill, I'm Brighton McConnell. Thank you, Brighton. Speaking of elections, we're still in the middle of primary season, but the general election is already taking shape in the presidential race. Joe Biden and Donald Trump are both on track to win their respective parties' nomination. Recent polls have shown Trump with a slight lead on Biden, especially after last week's report questioning Biden's memory. But Tom Jensen of Public Policy Polling says it's likely going to come down to those voters who currently say they're undecided. We did a poll in California a few weeks ago, and Biden was up by 21, which is not very good because he won the state by 29 in 2020. So even though California is not a swing state, if you're doing eight points worse than you did last time around, that's obviously not going to hold up very well across the country. But what was interesting when we dug in, there was about 10 percent undecided or so. And those people voted for Biden by 60 the last time around. And if everybody who was undecided ended up just voting for who they voted for last time, Biden's lead in California would have gone from 21 up to 27, which is pretty close to the 29 he won by last time. So I think a big part of what is sort of going to determine which direction this goes over the next nine months is are those people who voted for Biden last time who aren't so happy with him right now going to end up coming back in the end? Or do they vote third party or stay home or even in a few cases vote for Trump? That's going to be one of the biggest things that we have to look out for as the election continues to unfold. Tom Jensen speaking there. You can find the full conversation in the This Morning with Aaron Keck section of our website, chapelboro.com. It is worth noting the Democratic candidate did win a special congressional election in New York this week. And he won by about the same margin. They won by about the same margin of Biden's win there in 2020. Jensen says that is yet another example of Democrats doing well at the actual ballot box in spite of less than stellar polls. Back locally now for some fun news. 
The UNC Police Department is introducing a new member of its team, a therapy puppy. It's marking the beginning of a pet therapy program initiated by the department. The puppy's a standard F1B golden doodle, 75% poodle, 25% golden retriever. She is adorable. There's a picture of her on Chapelboro.com. She does not have a name at this time. The UNC Police Department's asking for the public's help in choosing one. In addition to that picture, you can see the options for the dog's name and a link to vote by visiting that news article on Chapelboro.com. Time now to talk sports, and we'll start by talking women's basketball because they're in action tonight, and we're going straight from News on the Hill to that basketball coverage. It's coming up at 6 o'clock. This is a big win. The women's team has lost four in a row, and they're hosting one of the worst teams in the conference in Pitt, so they need to get right tonight. Tip-off 6 p.m. We'll get you there as soon as we wrap up News on the Hill here at 6 Also in action today, UNC softball was down in Clearwater, Florida. They're playing five games this weekend. Their first win was against 18th-ranked Kentucky, and they ended up falling in that win 12-10. We're also very close to the start of UNC baseball. In fact, 24 hours from now, they should be in action, and we'll have all the updates for you here on News on the Hill. It is the fourth season with Scott Forbes as head coach, but he's been around the program long enough to form some lasting bonds. Here's what Forbes' good friend Hubert Davis had to say this week about their relationship. You know, I've known Coach Forbes for a while. Uh, Both of our kids went to the same private school, and so that's the first time that we met and started spending time together. And uh, I know his season is upcoming this week, and he's an outstanding coach and does it for the right reasons, not just – for baseball, but for the interaction and the growth of each one of his players on and off the court and in the classroom, which I, I think is fantastic. Uh, we also have a connection because of our faith. You know, our our foundation is our faith in Jesus. And so we're able to share that together as well. And my wife knows his wife and our kids know his kids. And um, I'm really excited about the season for him and, and the job that he's already done and the job that his team will do this year. Hubert Davis speaking there, talking about UNC Diamond Heels head coach Scott Forbes. Two Diamond Heels got a pretty big uh, piece of press this week. Pitchers Dalton Pence and Matt Poston are on the watch list for the Stopper of the Year award. And that goes to the top reliever in college baseball. Also got some ACC conference news as the conference had their winter meeting yesterday. One development, the ACC men's and women's basketball tournaments are going to stay at 15 teams next year, even with 18 teams in the league. That means that the bottom three teams will not make it to the conference tournament. 